Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Happy uh, May 2nd. We are in May already, and you are listening to an episode of Conversations with Coco. All righty, you guys know I've been on a roll with my artists because I love music. And next up is a good new sister friend that I had the pleasure of meeting online and in person. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Miss Natasha Rogers. Hello, everybody. How are you? I am marvelous. How are you? I am well. Now, you know I just love you. I love you. I love you too. I was like, I'm doing these and there's no way that I could not take time to let my people and the world, more of the world, because they already know about you. I just, I just wanted to have you on my little video (laughs) platform, but I think you are amazing. Shout out to um, Journey. You know, Journey just hooks up people. Yes, she does. (laughs) You're the second artist. She is so amazing. She is. Shout out to Journey Walker. You are the second artist that I've interviewed now that I have met through Journey. So, Natasha, just welcome. Um, You are a world-renowned singer, artist, producer. She's known as the Talk Box Queen, honey. (laughs) Not not the princess, but the queen. So tell me, tell me how you got started, honey. Just tell me, tell me about you and let them know. Okay, well, um, I grew up in a musical family. Both parents were musicians and singers. Um, I started out in music at three, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You're at three years old? Uh Uh-huh, singing. And five years old, playing piano um, in church. (laughs) I started out in in Baptist church. Of church, non-denomination. I feel the organ coming on somewhere around there. Oh, no, no. We believe the organ off because I don't do that. Okay, I don't do okay. the sound music at all, honey. That is one of the things that I am very, very passionate about not doing. Okay. Just because it just doesn't resonate with me. But I knew I had an ear for producing music as early as maybe around five. I'd sit on my great aunt's piano and press all these keys together and I would I would just tune into the vibration of what I was feeling and hearing. Sure. And of course I would see colors as well. Yeah, I remember and you so talked about I, that when we when we when we chatted. Yeah, uh-huh. And so um when I got to the fifth grade I started to play violin mm-hmm. and I was always telling the the players next to me to play different notes so that we could add harmonies because I was hearing stuff in my head. Wow. I'd always get in trouble because my director, her name was Betty Massey. Okay. And she would always say, play what's on the paper or what's written. Oh, yeah. The composer (laughs) had wanted it. He or she would have written it. But I'd always go against that and I'd always play other notes. I did it through middle school, high school, college. By middle school, so sixth grade is trumpet. That's the primary instrument from trumpet throughout college. Oh my God, but, I didn't even know yes. that. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and piano, that's the heart, though. That's that's the passion and the love right there. Sure. Piano. Oh, yeah. And um, I just knew I wanted to be a record producer, oh, I wanted to create my own music. Yeah. Uh, at six, in the sixth grade, at 12 years old, I was um, creating or sequencing music 
with a keyboard and a tape recorder. Well, a double deck tape recorder so that I could overdub. Yes. Oh yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> and then and then splicing pieces of tape together so that I could cut out certain parts. Oh. So my yeah, God. I was yeah, uh-huh, I was that was me at twelve years old. Wow. And so um, when I got to high school, I was meant to wrap it up real quick. Yeah. High school, I continued to march in the band playing trumpet. I was always coming in as a freshman and playing first trumpet, like nice. screaming notes, like all the time, right? Yeah. And I would get bullied. I would get bullied for that. Really? Like, yes. My wow. earliest memory of being bullied was in the third grade, no, second grade. Mm-hmm. And it continued. And when I got in middle school, wow. being more more active in band and fine arts. Yes. Um, and then I was also overweight during that time. Okay. For a 12-year-old. I was really, he- I was not really heavy, but I wasn't sure. the average size. No, I year old In Texas mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. I get and you. so um, I was bullied for being multi-talented and overweight. Isn't that something? In high school and in college, and as an adult, um, serving at some of these churches that shall remain nameless. Okay, wow. wow. But uh, I have, I guess, chosen these paths in order for me to ascend to higher um, dimensions of realms and everything. So I know everything has purpose. Yeah. Because I, in order for me to be who I am, I had to have certain types of skills and recognize certain energies. But I think that's for all of us. I totally agree that sometimes we go through things and we don't know why. But there is Mm -hmm. a greater purpose, unfortunately, unfortunately, sometimes for the pain. Because Mm -hmm. I I get it. I totally understand that. 100%. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, in college, I majored in sound recording technology. Um, half off to the University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff. Okay. And yes, oh my God, my mom has a good friend down there. We used to go to Pine, uh, that place a lot. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so I spent um, some time in Arkansas studying music there. And um, I had bands that I would perform with, my own bands. One of the popular bands was called Signature and we did a lot of stuff in the community. Okay. And one of the um, highlights of our service there, we played for the Arkansas Hoodie Awards. I'm sorry, Neighborhood Awards. No, okay. they called it Hoodie Awards back then. Okay. okay. But Steve Harvey wasn't the host back then. When it first started, Ralph Tresvin actually hosted this one in Little Rock. Get out of here. Yes. And my wow. band was the house band. So we played all the little live uh, interlude music in between every, you know, award nice. and the artists who were booked at the time. Um, this artist, yeah. her name was Megan, this rapper named Dre, um, this other um, artist, I forget her name, but she was signed with Diddy at the time. Okay. And um, I mean, it was really nice. And then at the end of the Hoodie Awards, um, the fans really wanted Ralph Tresden to sing something, but of course yeah. he was just there. To host. The host. Uh-huh. So, honey, he started singing to me being like the new edition fan that I was right. and am. <laughs> I knew all of those songs, honey. So I was just going in just flowing with wow. it. You know, just vibing. I'm, in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God. This is Rob Dresden. 
Hey. Like, this is also new addition too. Yes, yes. And then it's like the audience was singing, so you had harmony. Oh. I mean, it was so beautiful. That sounds like and a that, that was experience. my it was. It really was. And it was so interesting because talking about law of attraction, you know, I teach on that all the time. Yes, I do. How how even then it's working and how now it's working. How when I was a kid, I would watch the box on cable oh, network yeah, TV. The box. <laughs> Johnny Simpson. You know what I'm talking about. No, you're not that and old, so, ma'am. So <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Video Soul, honey. I grew up in the 80s. Yes, so. yes. Yes, honey. So summertime is Saturdays. Okay. Oh yeah, we will we turn it tune into the box. Honey, perched in front of that TV. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And you can call the one one nine hundred numbers because you know your mom or your granny didn't have it on the phone. You can call eight hundred numbers, but you can call it on nine hundred numbers. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. <laughs> well, let me go back. Speaking of law of attraction, that yeah. is tell us about that. I know about that. We've had different talks about that. Mm-hmm. I am a uh I'm a one of your your friend friends on Yay. Facebook as well as Instagram. And tell mm-hmm. me about how all that came into play because I'm sure that's not how you started. Something had to kind of kind of start, you know, piquing yeah. that interest. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you what it was. When I started noticing patterns, and I've always been one to document things in my life via writing it down in a journal, okay, or writing it into a song, or taking pictures or videos. I'm always mm-hmm. documenting memories and moments. Okay. So okay. my best friend, Portia Angel, introduced me to The Secret on Netflix back oh, in wow. October of 2013. No, in... Uh, September of 2013 and so within the first five minutes of this documentary I was the light just came on it's like I remembered Mm. it was like Mm. I was unplugged instantly from the Mm. matrix no okay of society the matrix of groupthink the matrix of religion the matrix of all the stuff that's outside of me gotcha so Mm. it was like well okay so I immediately started to create a vision book. Nice. And I just started, I was, every time I would think about law of attraction, understanding that basically whatever I'm thinking and feeling about what I'm thinking, that is going to determine what I manifest into my, rea- into my reality. Gotcha. And so I'm like, okay, since I've manifested a lot of unpleasant things over the years, and I have proof because of how much I would think about it, not mm. wanting something to happen, yes. not wanting to be broke not wanting to be hurt not wanting mm-hmm. to gain weight whatever it is exactly. whatever it is exactly I brought everything by my own self nothing outside of me did it was me so you. having to take that personal responsibility and understanding this is how things are created in this realm even though we are spirit mm-hmm. an extension of source energy we still choose everything we do. There's always a choice. I got everything. And so the secret was how I started. I started my vision books. And 10 months after starting my vision book, I manifested a performance contract and residency in Japan. Yeah. Then I moved to Japan. Yeah. And I'm I'm over there serving in a lavish five-star plus Oh, I, I remember the videos, honey. I would be looking like, where is she today? <laughs> it was so beautiful. And I love serving yes. in that type of way. Mm. Um, I I am drawn to 
um, things that are a reflection of me, things that are beautiful, things that are yes. pleasant, yes. things that are easy, things that are fun, you know? Yes, Buddhist. absolutely. So absolutely. Um, I served there and then I came back to the States where I continued to serve as a music educator. Oh, and okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I served as a music educator in the state of Texas uh, 10 years. So I'm a 10 year wow. veteran. Yeah, and I've retired twice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I have literally. That's how it twice. happens. I get it. I get and it. And now I'm just full time entertainer, musician, producer, record label, audio engineer, everything on my own. And I'm working. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So proud of you. Thank you so much. You know, just flowing through and allowing um, things to unfold how they're unfolding. Exactly. Exactly. And during this uh, global pandemic that we're in right now in 2020, mm-hmm. yep. it's it's unprecedented, one, and then two, it's so interesting because when I was in China, I was in the city of Shenzhen, which is on the border of Hong Kong and Macau. Okay. So I'm like, the city that I was in was about maybe 30 or 40 minutes from Hong Kong. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's how close I was there. But I remember my last few weeks there how the streets were just empty Mm. and it was so eerie and I'm just like this is China yeah yeah nobody on the streets yeah and if I did see someone they had on a mask and any building that you attempted to go into wow most of the entrances were closed off and it was one way in one way out Mm -hmm. and they were scanning foreheads to make sure you didn't have a fever yeah and they had sanitizer and gloves and I mean that's just what they ran out of masks in China. Mm, 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 That's mm. how uh, intense it was. Right. And so right. my contract and residency ended up being cut off shut suddenly. I know. And they, I got news on January 31st that everything was going to be basically force majeure. And so three days later, no, two days later, I'm back in the States. I was. I spent 24 hours I, in four countries. Ooh, you I remember that? I saw your journey. <laughs> I said, let this baby get back over here. Ooh, yeah. But you did. You did. You oh, did. Man. I went from China to Hong Kong, from Hong Kong to Taipei, Taiwan, from Taiwan to LAX, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and from there to Texas. So I'm just like, oh, okay, in a span of 24 hours. But think how awesome that is that you got through because there were quite a few people that didn't. Quite a few people that didn't get to come over or didn't have this as smooth as a trip as you did. Yeah, mine was everything was flawless. Mm. Now, customs was like four hours, but other than that, yeah, I mean, it was easy. I, I was just flowing, I literally felt like I was floating. Yeah. During that time. I got you. I remember I lost a scarf. Uh it was a gorgeous um scarlet red wool really? scarf. Extra, extra large, wide, yeah. with fringe and tassels at the bottom. Or oh. tassels, not fringe. Right, right. It was just gorgeous. And I lost it between oh. going through customs no, going from customs to the new terminal. Gotcha. In Seattle, Washington. So someone up there is rocking my Somebody got sweater. that beautiful. If, if you're listening, yes. please uh, contact her. Give her her skull. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, that was Zsa Zsa LaRue's favorite, favorite well, song. Well, 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 let's, well, we, we can talk about her too. So. Oh, we, okay. Yeah. We, yeah, we. <laughs> see, 
bring the, I'm gonna bring them into our a little conversation, just a little okay. bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that you love to to act as well, and that yes. you love characters, you love mm-hmm. things dramatic. And so one day I saw you post a video about being Jaja Larue, and I said, wait, 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 wait a minute, ja, who? Okay, what? Who is Jaja Jaja Larue, and is there is she having an album come out too? <laughs> Well, first of all, hello everybody. My name is Jean Jean Larue, and I am coming to you live and in person. National international debut with Coco Rochelle Walker. I love it. I love it. And you're welcome. And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes wild. Where is my button? But when you but when you do that voice, it just you know I, I think we all have other people that we portray in life. I mean, it happens in corporate America, it happens in life. But I love it. I love that voice. I don't know why it tickles me. So I could just, I could just see it. I could just see it. But it's the fabulous. It's, it's all of that. And there's just all oh, these yes, wonderful, honey. wonderful energy and persona to you. So let's go back. So okay. Law of Attraction, you made a song. Called yes, I the did. Law of Attraction. So tell everybody about that song. Okay, so Law of Attraction was originally written by myself, Natasha Rogers, and Music Soul Child in um, July of 2017. Okay. And it was released on my Talk Box Queen debut album. So I'm also another artist, hashtag the Talk Box Queen. Yes. And um, so we released that in 2017. Basically, it was just a song just educating and or, and or reminding people mm-hmm. about what the Law of Attraction is. And um, music, he he wrote his part. It was I, I loved his process. Mm. Watching him create in the studio, it was so inspiring. Really, it was wow! Magical. Yes, it was. It was magical for me. And I remember when he was in the nice. recording booth and he was recording and deciding on which harmonies he wanted to use and where he wanted to put them. Okay. I heard I heard some classic music, Soul Child. Yeah. Hey, I mean. I'm yeah. talking about those classic records that when you think music soul child, you have a specific song yeah. and a specific part of that song that just resonates with your entire being. Yeah. And yeah. I had so many moments like that um, as he was creating his verse. And then nice. when I went to create the, bri- the uh, sorry, not the bridge, the vamp of Law of Attraction, uh-huh. Talk Box Queen. I basically allowed my higher self to take over. Okay. It was it was a moment where um, and the people who were in the in the room watching this happen was the audio engineer Diego Hermosa, okay. Music Soul Child, and I believe it was Music's brother Dean Johnson. Okay. And um, we all witnessed this magic and this energy. Mm. being released wow and everybody felt it it's on the record too like it's captured on the essence of what i'm talking about power yes. and electricity is captured in audio form like whoa yeah. like the yeah. feeling of those frequencies captured in a way that you can actually hear it mm. not only feel it i mean that's some that's a music therapy for you and uh, i am just wow. here for it well, i'm here I for healing it. i love we that have a, song Oh, Love thank it. you. Thank you so Love much. It. We have a 2020 remix 
of Woo! Law of Attraction. Woo! Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'm here for it. And the remix is actually released by Natasha Rogers. So I'm operating oh. under two separate artists names right now but hey. right now we're focused on natasha rogers okay we just released the album well i not we yes. i just released an album called yes. intimacy yes nine, yes nine songs and music soul child it's also on this one as well because we did the remix yeah and this yeah. remix has and it has a special addition to it it has a new third verse written and produced by the guest artist tokyo genius and yeah, I saw that. I saw yes. that. Yes, okay. and he's he's um out of Hollywood, California, by way of hometown Alabama. All right, and yes. I like yes. yes, and he's amazing. Nice. He did a lot of um writing and producing um on on the album and okay. on that Law of Attraction remix, which is also available. Yes. On all music websites. Yeah, there uh, you go. There you go. And I also have CDs, and I'm personally exclusively hand delivering with my mask on of course that. i saw your video the other day <laughs> with that gentleman that yes. you were signing your your uh your record for him and i was like that yeah. is so sweet and you know what that just manifested wow. i was supposed to do something else yesterday uh-huh. and ended early or something happened where i was able to go to um the lake and you know catch the sunset sure sure and this person pulls up next to me and then it ends up blossoming into what it was that was captured on the tape and I was just like he listened to my music that I was listening to which is my album yes. <laughs> and he was captured instantly and I was like wow, wow. that wow. is the power of music it is it, it, it that's is. how it connects or reconnects us you know there you go. Well, I love it. I I think you're amazing. Oh, thank um, you. So let me go back before we end. How did you get into doing the talk box? Because that's not normal or, or expected <laughs> for, from a woman. And I love it. You know, I mm. love just breaking those barriers and, and just coming out the box and, mm-hmm. and doing something different. So when I first heard about you and I said, wait a minute, and Journey was telling me about you. And I said, well, look, I'm like, oh my God, I love it. I love it, yeah. So I, I love it. So how did that start? Where did that come from? Okay, so I've always been fascinated with the sound. That's one. Mm, and okay. I just remember listening, getting into this funk phase when right, I was in funk. high school, middle school, <laughs> middle school, eighth grade, where I was just in the funk heavy. And I bought this, I ordered this CD on Time Life funk classics or something get like off that. My, it's off a, it's my. an orange it's an orange and purple psychedelic uh, CD, right? And um, by the way, y'all talking to the talk box screen right now. See how the voice changed? Yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, so yeah, um, we we bought this album and all I kept hearing was more bounce to the ounce. More bounce. The king Ooh. himself, baby. I heard, I kept hearing that record and so I want to say that around the same time, middle school, I saw Blackstreet perform on TV with my mama. Yes. I'm wow. sitting in the living room on the floor watching Blackstreet perform Don't Leave. Yeah. They had on all white. And they when the show came on, the camera panned on Teddy Riley on his yeah. talk box. And he's like, yes. if you take your love away yes. from me, 
you can talk box sound. That's what he imitated. Yeah, yeah, talk right, box, right, right, right. I got you. I got you. And he's like, I'll go crazy. <laughs> and I'll go insane. Whatever. <laughs> and then he hops, he literally hops like one, two, five, six, seven, eight, whatever. And he goes back into the line and just yeah. starts hitting those dance steps yes. with the rest of the guys. Yeah, that right there was me wanting to do talk box. That was it. That was that it. Was You're it. like, I'm sold. I'm sold. Because <laughs> up until that point, I had never seen what a talk box was. I knew uh-huh. the sound. Yes. I knew what yes. it felt like. Yes. But I never knew what it looked like. And well, then you- another person Ooh. from my hometown used one. And okay. that further inspired me. Sean Martin. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Grammy Award winning. Sean Martin. Um, he has an album out, uh, Seven Summers and Focus. Okay. It's well, a great, great jazz album. Um, but he also did talk box when I was growing up, high school wow. time. Okay. And so watching him, mm. I was like, okay, I want one. First, I wanted to get a Wawa pedal to, to do my Wawa. Yes, right, right. <laughs> And right. then I then I figured out the talk box back in two thousand nine. That's my first Look time using a talk wow. box. I had two weeks to learn how to use it. Um, wow. The band that I played with, Beauty and the Beast, we were opening up for PJ Morton in Dallas, and All right. we wanted to do something different. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna learn the talk box. And I bought went to Guitar Center, bought one, I went on YouTube, it. and just watched videos. And I just practiced my ABCs. That's and the hardest thing it. to do. Yeah. You now that first that it. first uh, performance was, is kind of uh, raw and, and whack, in my opinion. Right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, we all gotta have a beginning, though. You know. Yeah, I understand that. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm just saying, you you will hear the the growth and the expansion and evolution from oh 2009 God. to now. Where I, I started to where I'm, and that video is actually on YouTube right now. YouTube.com slash okay. Beauty and the Beats. That's B E A T S zero nine. That's right. our YouTube channel. And those performances um, live at I think it's the Aloft or Loft live at the Loft or something like that. Okay. Um, and they're all there. And our yeah, we we did a lot of great stuff. Well, I love um, it. So yeah, I love, thank you. I love the sound. I love where you are. I love your journey um, into, you know, into becoming and being and being free with who you are. I mean, that's yeah. what being that's what being a creative is all about. And I think you exude that on every mm-hmm. level. So Thank I'm you. glad to know you, sister. I'm glad to know you, too. I remember so when I first met you in person, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so nice. I'm so <laughs> bless her heart. I was in uh, what was that? Dallas. Yeah, you were in Dallas. I was in Dallas, and that sweetie pie came and said, "I I want to see you. Where are you?" And drove, <laughs> and we sat and we talked, and it was just like meeting a, a good sister friend that I hadn't mm-hmm. seen in a long time. And I really appreciate. I swear, that. I swear, we're like cosmic, like soul sisters because I know the Maseratis. So... They don't know about all Baby, that. Baby, listen, <laughs> driving my Maserati. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh yes, give God praise to the Maserati and its white. Oh, see, with the see, see, see. That's what I'm talking about. And red calipers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want those red calipers to, to shine oh. from behind that wheel over there. There you go. And, and you oh, shall yes. have it. And oh, yes. Sh- 
I love you, Natasha. Love Thank you, you so much for taking a moment just to just to <laughs> chat pleasure. and let you know people that log into to my podcast just to hear the people that I know and that I've been blessed to to come across so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you my pleasure thanks for having me oh and please let everybody know where they can find you one more time on on all social media outlets yes great so twitter you can find me at the talk fox queen and go natasha rogers you can also find me at truth love connect on instagram and facebook um natasha rogers official instagram and of course the talk box queen facebook instagram youtube is natasha no that's wrong youtube.com slash nmr music or something like that and you just google <laughs> natasha rogers or have just google it honey just find it it's gonna all come up there you know what better yet make it easy for you natasharoggs.com thank you there you go i love it and don't what? forget to tip your waitress Okay. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you. You've listened to the, another episode of Conversations <laughs> with Coco, and this is the wonderful Natasha Rogers. I love you so much. Have a too. wonderful evening. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.